And life is like a song. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Voice Memo Mystic. <laughs> that was unplanned, <laughs> but it felt right. Today's episode is my first Q&A episode. We're going to open up with an energy update. And we're going to talk about connecting with your guides and satisfaction and being a wizard (laughs) and um, the bold statement of declaring a new path and how that like alchemizes you. Uh, I think that this is a fun little episode. I had a great time answering questions. I felt invigorated. (laughs) So um, if you don't, I'm going to put this at the end of the episode too, but If you'd like to submit a question for the next one, I have my submission box, which is just my, like, contact form on my website in the show notes. So, let's jump in to this episode. (laughs) Hi, hello, how are you? (laughs) This is my first Q&A episode. This is version two, because the last one I recorded, I kept putting my fingers in front of my microphone. (laughs) It was just, it was not it. It was absolutely not it. But I actually want to do a collective reading, a little energy update before I get into the questions. So the energy update that I'm wanting to convey, did you guys just hear my voice crack? Energy! (laughs) Is that, okay, there's two things. So some of us have received things that we asked for out of I should or out of lack or out of avoidance. So you've received something that you think you should have, but you've realized that it's not actually what you want. You've received something that you were asking for out of lack, which means that you were feeling uncertain and asked for this thing in order to resolve the uncertainty for you instead of you resolving it for yourself. So reality creation is the process of experiencing and meeting your own needs and then having that reflected to you. Having, you can manifest things from the outside in, but that oftentimes creates nightmare situations. Um, And that can be from lack or avoidance. So you also can manifest things by asking for something to come in because it will help you avoid like a feeling of failure or feelings of shame, like insert X feeling, like it will help you avoid that feeling. And you'll realize that you'll receive it And then it doesn't get rid of the thing that you are avoiding. We think that it'll just be like, ooh, plug this in and then all of my problems are solved. Um, Spirit is asking me to give the example of money with this. That like, we ask for more money, but if we have money shame, having more money doesn't actually fix that shame. Because oftentimes when we ask for things out of lack or when we ask for things out of avoidance or I shoulds and we receive them, it increases the thing that we were paying attention to that led us to think, oh, this is what I need to fix that. Because you're receiving it and giving it more attention. You're interacting with the foundational energy that you called it in with. The other thing that people are experiencing right now is that they have received and are starting to receive 
this expanded version of themselves and what they want, this like lifestyle that they're creating, but they're not moving the energy through their body. And that creates this a quagmire of situations. And um, Spirit is saying that there's a lot of different outcomes to this happening but a lot of it will be that you feel like both you're stuck and you're in over your head but somehow you also have what you want but you're not moving forward so when that happens we need to move the energy through the body and you can do that with simple things like nervous system regulation techniques like um whatever makes you feel grounded like going for walks breathing obviously meditation yoga those kinds of things um going and like being in nature is a big one like reading a book like there's a lot of things that can be very grounding for the nervous system and experiment with what um your favorites are because i find that having things that ground you on a rolodex so that you don't have to evaluate every single time like I need to feel more grounded right now. Like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, you just kind of have a little grab bag that you reach from. Um, But the other thing to do when this kind of energy is coming in, and it's, like, it's feisty. Like, it's bubbly and feisty, and it wants to, like, move forward. It wants to propel you. It wants to, like, create momentum. Is engaging with the things that you are passionate and interested in. Like, that is why you called in the energy. You called in the energy because you want to be experiencing more pleasure you want to be experiencing uh, more passion and feeling that like expanded self so in order to create more of that like you have to expend the energy <laughs> like the spirit's showing this like this balloon being filled up like the body almost like as a balloon being filled up and it's like taut with all of this energy but it's not like we're not hitting the release valve so engage with those things that you're interested in and allow for an experimentation of like following your desires and realizing that you have the energy to follow your desires it's just that it's a practice like there is this repetition that is needed in order for you to create like the muscle that is needed to hold the pose of like the expanded life that you want um yes okay i got a green check mark that feels Correct. Let us now move into our questions. Okay, the first question that I feel like answering is how does one connect with their guides? I love this question. <laughs> um, especially because I I like coaching people with this. This is one of my like, you want to connect to your guides, let's connect you to your guides. Spirit is Okay, I gotta tap for yes to say this, that like, uh, one of my specialties is being a bridge to help connect people with their intuition and with their guides. Like, I think that is part of my mission. (laughs) I feel so silly saying that because it sounds so serious, but that is part of why I'm here. That's part of what I'm doing. It's what I'm into doing. I love it. I love being that bridge. So, um, I... I find myself in a nightmare situation when I try to answer things generally. So I'm going to tap into how does this person connect with their guides? And I'm going to answer it that way. And I find that the beauty of answering things specifically is that the other people that hear this will receive it as a reflection of things that resonate with them and what they also need to hear. When I try to be too general, we just, we turn into mush. We just turn into like overcooked mushy oatmeal. <laughs> That's the visual that Spirit was showing. 
<laughs> I love spirit. It's like so funny and direct and I don't get offended, but sometimes I'm like, like, wow, you're calling the question answering mushy oatmeal. <laughs> okay. So how does one connect with their guides? Okay. One, you want to tap into where in your body feels like you receive your intuitive messages. I'm going to use myself as an example um, because I am the only body that I have lived in. (laughs) So I experience my guides through my gut. And obviously this is something that I have experience with. So I also get sensations in my heart and in my third eye um, regularly. But the gut was my first entry point and portal into speaking with my guides, like specifically my sacral. I started to notice when, and I'm telling you this because these are the instructions for you. Um, I started noticing when I got sensations in my gut and what the thought in my head was and what the tone or voice of the thought, like what that was in, what tone the voice was in. Um, And I started to differentiate between the different voices that I experienced. And it's if this freaks you out, that is okay. Dive in a little bit and see why it gives you a little bit of the ick. Um, I know for me, I got a little bit of ick when I first started doing this because I was like, we're exploring voices in my head. Okay, that feels like that could be scary. There's a lot of stigma around what that means. And I had to get honest with myself that in my experience, I have been able to identify a voice that feels like a younger voice, voices that feel like family members that are very programmed. Like even if I consumed a certain amount of content or genre, of music like I would notice that energy hanging out in my mental space so like I had to actually be willing to be honest with myself that I had already had that experience of hearing different tones of voices and different types of voices in my head and that it hadn't actually been a scary experience so when you're doing stuff like this I do really encourage you to like be a scientist and gather like evidence of what has been true in your experience and then use that as a springboard to like empower yourself. So I started to notice like there were voices and especially when I started and this will be the case for you there's going to be one to two voices that come in that have this deep resonance and have this deep it's not authoritative in lording power over you but they speak with certainty that's the word there's a certainty and like clarity in the voice that's there that really resonates with you but you can distinguish it from your personal inner monologue and maybe like younger versions of you or like other programmed voices that you're aware of in your head um so you want to look out for To summarize, you want to look out for the intuitive nudges that are coming through with your body paired with a voice that is speaking to you. Sometimes this voice that is speaking to you will feel more like energy because for many people, especially visual folks, it's actually easier to receive information from your guides through images and through um, like... It could be like an object or it could be like a color. And this is the part that I think people have some resistance to is that 
you have to create enough trust in yourself through repetition of doing this that you are willing to believe in very individualized messages from your guides. So this is an example that I give regularly that is, I know that someone's grandmother is present in a session when I get a a cup of like a glass, like a vintage glass of sherry um like the alcohol sherry and that is like a symbol that i associate with my grandmother both because she liked sherry and um she had this parakeet named sherry that came to live with me in my room for a while (laughs) when she moved away so that is a symbol that i had to decide and trust in myself that that's what that meant and go with it so there's an element of this that has very personal meaning that you are the only person that can decide that it's true for you and that's what it means. There isn't a universal language of like, this means this. Like, if you see an apple, it means this. Like, that is not how our visual language and individual experiences work. Like, we have so many different perspectives from person to person. Your guides will communicate with you based off of your personal language and experiences. Um, This does take a little bit of getting to know yourself and being willing to approach with, like, play and curiosity. I am definitely a person that is very playful and curious, and that is is how my guides show up to me. Like, I know people that have a more dark sense of humor and their guides will show up with, like, kind of funny dark senses of humor. Like, they want to meet you where you're at. So being willing to trust and honor that you are, like, this amazing, unique being and that the language that you communicate with your guides with is amazing and unique is part of this process. Okay, next question. But first, I'm gonna drink some tea, actually, because I don't... Do you guys hear that my voice is just, like, crackling? (laughs) I don't know what's going on. (laughs) It is a little bit dry today. Okay, tea drink. This next one made me laugh out loud. It says, how does it feel to be a powerful wizard? (laughs) I love that. Um... One of my greatest compliments that I that I love to receive is that I'm a wizard. How does it feel to be a powerful wizard? I'm not going to lie. It's very satisfying. <laughs> and past me just like absolutely cringes at the fact that I would even say that. Like that I would own the power of that and say that it's satisfying. But it is. It's satisfying because I know that I trust myself so much that... I have created magic in my life. I have created and put time and energy into my magical connection. And my entire life, I've wanted to be a wizard. That is all I dreamed about as a kid. My inner world has always been very rich, but I didn't know until, let's say, four years ago that I even was, like, allowed to explore my inner world and honor that I am magical. And so I really think that it's satisfying because it honors a part of me that I just decided I was going to honor regardless of what else was going on. So I think what it means to be a wizard (laughs) is walking this individualistic path 
Like, when your light shines the brightest, that is what benefits everyone the most. So there's there's a lot of power in honoring and cultivating your unique brand of weird. Let's get into the weird, man. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Moving on. No, actually, I want to put a cap on the fact that being a wizard is satisfying. I just needed to say that again. Thank you for the question. I very much enjoyed giggling about that. Okay, the next question is a more personal question, which I was excited to receive. Um, Let me navigate to the thing. Okay, okay. I would like an evaluation of my subconscious doubts regarding the school I'm applying to. Are these fundamental doubts or just fear of change and commitment? Um, Commitment was like bolded when I read this question. Um, there's this experience here of seeing commitment as very goofy and seeing commitment as cringe. And part of this is happening because committing to a new path is bold. It's a statement about the self, like I'm pursuing this thing because I want it. And it's a declaration, right? So like understanding that you are declaring something that you want as a part of this application process is important. Like you are putting it out there that this is a thing that you want to transform into, whether that gives you more credentials um, or it's like a very specified career path. Like it is boosting you in a way that like society acknowledges and that a lot of individuals place like a lot of weight on. Um, So the energy that's here is the uncertainty of alchemizing into an expert. When we start to see ourselves as past a novice, there's a lot of us that get nervous because we associate being an expert with seriousness and having different responsibilities than when we just start out with a path. Um, Some of those can be like, wow, other people are going to look to me to like do more things and answer more questions. And we might not want to be available in the way that we think we have to be when we have XYZ credentials. Like there can also be an experience of I'm an expert now, so I have to have answers to the questions, which can feel like a lot of pressure. So this situation, the energy around this situation feels like an invitation to digest the type of pressure that you're perceiving that will be created by pursuing this path. Um, some of that can be negotiated by what I call playing the tape forward and imagining, like, like allowing yourself to daydream through what you think is going to happen so that you're allowing your subconscious to tell you what information it's gathered and what it thinks is going to happen. And you can then understand that like, oh, I'm afraid of committing myself to this path because I think that it's going to create an outcome that I've witnessed that I don't actually want to experience. And that is how our subconscious mind works. It gathers information and is very programmable through the stories that we've witnessed. So understanding what your relationship to the story of being an expert is really important here. And once you understand what that already programmed story is, decide what you want the story of being an expert to be. And do that by accessing 
and bringing up the feelings in your body of what it is that you are wanting to feel by becoming an expert. Manifesting reality creation through the way that you want to feel, I find, is by far way more effective and compassionate and caring and loving to yourself than trying to say, I want XYZ thing. Um, When you say, I want exactly this XYZ thing, oftentimes that energy has such this pushing force behind it that we end up, yes, creating, but creating with this pushing force. And that foundational force that you create your reality with will be present in every aspect of the thing that you receive. We started talking about that a little bit earlier, but manifesting and creating a reality through the feeling that you want to have allows reality to pivot to, oh, I want to experience satisfaction. Satisfaction is coming up a lot right now. The theme, satisfaction. That I will experience so much deep satisfaction that reality will align itself to whatever is going to bring you deep satisfaction. And ultimately, when we're creating our reality, we don't know exactly what it's going to look like. So creating from a place of I want to align to this feeling vibration, at the end of the day, that is going to create the most satisfaction for you. So thinking of what it is that you want to experience by becoming an expert with this schooling, with this credentials that that you'll earn by going through this program, that is the ticket. Okay, those are the questions that I'm going to answer this episode. If I didn't get to your question today, I will get to it in a future Q&A. I find that going over about 30 minutes, like, I'm new to editing and my brain just can't edit for that long yet. We're still building that muscle. So 30 minutes is like the sweet spot for me right now. It feels very doable. I love you guys. If you enjoyed seeing a little sneak peek into getting questions answered by me, I would love to work with you. I have different options on my website. Uh, Right now I'm doing single question written readings that you'll receive answers to via email. I have 20 minute sessions and I have hour long sessions and I will link the info to my website to book with me in the show notes. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying the fall. I really, I love this time of year. I, that's feeling very cheesy to say right now, but I appreciate the season so much. (laughs) Seasons are just, mm. Delicious. Yummy. Delicious. Okay. Go enjoy the moment. (laughs) Bye.